Welcome to the Heart of Money podcast, where we discuss the impact that money has on every area of your life, and where you can learn to make smarter money decisions. Join our conversation as we discuss our past experiences, talk about how to make better money management choices, and in the end, make a commitment to being weird. Hey folks, welcome back to the Heart of Money episode 34. I am your host, Austin Black, and I'm joined by the one and only Bob Wessler. Bob, how are you tonight? Boy, aren't you glad there's only one. I am good. Sorry, I cut you off there. I was just thinking if there was more than one of me, it'd be a... Whoa, it'd be a thing, wouldn't it? <clears throat> There'd be a lot of flashing going on. You're into the screens all I know. Be. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. We might have to I, start I'm, that I'm pretty over. sure that um, before our last recording, you called yourself Vin Diesel. Is that right? <laughs> no, we, I, that was an example. You know, <laughs> Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, Mr. Clean, you know. All the all, all yeah. the buff ball guys, is that what you're saying? That's right. <clears throat> Just as long as you cut me off at the shoulder, I'm still pretty buff. <laughs> so <clears throat> and it only goes downhill from there. Right, exactly. Well, hey, um <laughs> <laughs> we, we we try to keep this uplifting. I know my spirits are high right now. <laughs> Again, face for radio. Exactly. Well, hey, man, I know you can't that make fun of yourself. Make fun of your co-host, right? You, you may, every single week. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the that's the only way to make this podcast work is if we make fun of each other because no one else really <laughs>, laughs at us. At least that we hear. Right. At least they're not throwing tomatoes. You know. No kidding. Yeah, we we, we haven't made it on the list yet. <laughs> We know it seems like one of the things that drives success the most is the little things. And, you know, you and I were kind of talking about this or maybe not so much talking about, but just kind of brainstorming some ideas. And, you know, I had a conversation here recently with somebody and they were talking about how they were very proud of this small financial decision that they made. It wasn't anything big. In fact, it was a small amount of money that they were, were dealing with, but they were so proud of that small decision because that meant that they were changing their behavior, that they were, you know, winning with money on a small scale. And that got me to think, you know what, this is such a powerful topic and concept to think about how you win in the little things and how all the little things add up to the big things. Um, I know you've got some thoughts and, and I'll kind of, I'll pipe in my own thinking after, after you share, but um, you know, before we started recording, <clears throat> you said that, that there were some things that uh, you could really resonate with around this. Um, so whenever you, whenever you think about focusing on little successes on little wins, uh, what what does that mean? Kind of how do you embody that that mentality? Um, well, when you say small wins, the first thing that comes to mind is debt snowball. Uh, just in the idea that you start with the small debts to gain some momentum. And 
it's not, I'm coming at this a little bit differently because I'm not looking necessarily at the small wins, but the small wins that create habits. Yeah. So with the, that snowball, you've created the habit that you're paying the small stuff off. You're creating momentum to work towards your goal of paying off the debt. Um, I think that a lot of small wins are just everyday decisions that become habits over the long term of how you're choosing to spend, how you're choosing to save, um, the, the way you win with money in essence. Um, and I think it goes back to the conversations we've had about finding good deals. Mm -hmm. Um, those small wins to me, a, a monumental small win, is that an oxymoron there? Um, (laughs) would be getting a good deal on an item that you waited. You know, for me, we've talked about delayed gratification. Instead of me buying something at full price, if I know that in the next two months that item is going to be on sale, I wait until it's on sale. For me, that's a small win. I gave up time to make that purchase, but in that purchase, I saved money. Now I lost time. I might not have needed that thing for right. those two months or whatever it would have been. But the small wins are I still have extra cash in my pocket because I didn't spend it right when I thought I needed to go out and buy something because it was on my mind to do it. Um, <clears throat> so I'd say the big, the big things with small wins is the habits that they create. Waxing philosophical for you there. Yes, we we are. I'm so proud of you for being able to communicate that intellectual synopsis in a very. Yeah, you said thank way. you. I did a very good job of forming a sentence. Is what you're trying to say? <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. My sentence construct worked well this evening. <laughs> Yeah, here I was trying to make you sound small win, and you just took it and threw it down the hill again. <laughs> That's right, Mister Clean. <sighs> you know what? What you were saying there reminded me of something that I, I really hope we get a chance to talk about next month. You know, and it's, it's that that concept of atomic habits. We we've had that on the calendar for a long time, mm-hmm. and we just haven't got there. But you know, it's, it's based around those itty bitty small things that you do, those small wins, those small pieces um, that constitute a larger outcome. So I'm hoping that next month we can kind of come in and, and tackle that more. But I, I love what you said about you know, the delayed gratification and you know the, getting the good deals and everything. Something that I have have experienced lately. Is there, there's times in life when not a lot is going the way we want it to. You know, we may be struggling with something. We may be waiting on something. Um, <clears throat> the story that we wrote for ourselves is taking a long time to, to be read. Um, and in those moments, whether this be paying off your debt or getting a job or going on vacation or whatever the case is. There are, there are times when the only success that you can find is the small piece that happened that day. Mm -hmm. And that's what you hang on to. Mm -hmm. 
that's what motivates you. That's what drives you. That's what keeps you going. Um, I, I've heard, <clears throat> it's not a quote necessarily, but it's, I've heard Matthew McConaughey talk about how he believes his success is the result of constant gratification. And I'm not talking about going out and buying whatever you want, whenever you want it. I'm talking about having an attitude of gratitude. And that's, you know, a catchphrase that we all use, but it's, it's also a realistic situation because a lot of Matthew talks a lot of times about how anytime he experienced success, it was directly correlated to his gratefulness for the little pieces that brought him there. He was never consumed by the, the big picture, by the big end goal. He was all about the process and the journey and being thankful for every piece that he experienced along the way. In fact, I just got done reading his book, Green Lights. <clears throat> it's kind of a, a personal memoir. And all throughout that book, he talks about these moments where Maybe it wasn't the way he wanted to go. Maybe it was a hard or difficult decision or spot in life where he had to adjust, but he always found the good in it. He always found the small piece that made the next step possible, and those small pieces all added up to the bigger piece. You mentioned the Dutch snowball, and I think that is a, a very, very applicable example of financial wins, right? You know, that, that concept of... of um, getting something, you know, getting your smallest debt taken care of and then moving on to the next smallest and the next smallest. And before you know it, you're, you're up to your one debt left and you've got so much more money to throw at it that you knock it out of the park. I think you can also back that up from a financial standpoint to, okay, today, what did I decide to do and not to do with my money, mm -hmm. with my time, with my life <clears throat> Did I, put money aside? Did I, um, did I put money in, you know, did, did I make my retirement contribution? Did I make my extra debt payment? Um, did I just keep track of my expenses for today? Did I talk to my mm -hmm. wife or my husband about the budget and have our monthly meeting? Um, just the little things that all add up to a bigger result. It goes into every area of life, in my opinion. So let's kind of take a step back. And I think the financial side of it, which we can talk more about as we go into the conversation, but I think the financial side of it kind of speaks for itself. But I also believe that the little things in life in general allow you to accomplish the little things with your finances. Have, have you experienced that? What's kind of your, your thought and your take on life in general? Um, <clears throat> one thing that hits me is aside from the debt snowball is the budget. Um, just looking at your budget, small wins, like you said, taking into account every day, you know, one of my big things is that unaccounted purchases mm -hmm. and getting that bucket <clears throat> under wraps. That's a small win when I can get through a month and that unaccounted purchases is within what I've allotted um in different aspects with 
any budget bucket, if you will, um, being able to meet if it's a savings or a spending or either you're not over or under, but you're hitting your zero mm-hmm. um, for a zero based budget. Uh, you know, one of my small wins by no means a small win. Again, it's that habit of being able to fully fund a Roth IRA. And the way I can do that is by putting money aside on a monthly basis towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. It is, it takes effort. So, and that's the case with, I would say all small wins, small wins don't just happen. Um, they, they are created, they are repeated and just like you can have a small win, you can have a small loss. Okay. And in the case of a small loss, small losses can get bigger, just like small wins get bigger. Right. Um, it's why we have each day to say, which way am I going with my life, with my money, with my family, with my relationships that build on small wins versus creating and in, engulfing, <laughs> um, <laughs> creating a gulf of small losses. Um, and I've had to take some of this personally from the standpoint of switching jobs, um, same type of profession, just a different um, environment. I swing for the fences and I attempt to hit home runs daily mm-hmm. in switching jobs. My workload dropped, which was a very good thing simply because I was working, I was doing more than one person should technically have to do and i've had to get adjusted to not swinging for the fences on every at bat um going through a day and having three singles or four singles you know did just as well as having one home run that day because you can't hit a home run every day um you know as long as you don't strike out you're doing pretty well but (laughs) just taking into account as you go through the day what is one positive or what did I affect change on that made for a positive outcome or um, what can I do better that I didn't necessarily do today that I could have done differently. Um, So either, and it's all mindset and not encouragement, but being um, intentional about Mm -hmm your actions and how you're going about living your life. I have, have personally witnessed, um, the whole behavior of what you just talked about in, you know, choosing and, and your, your reaction, you know, to be honest, there's times when it's, a lot easier <clears throat> and frankly more fun to be mad and upset and discouraged and disappointed and aggravated and not really care about anything good, just be in a funk. And I have caught myself having to make the conscious decision are you going to stay here or are you going to be happy again? And I'll be honest, there's more times than not, I decided to stay there because it's easier and it just, that's, that's where you naturally want to be. But the intention that you can create 
through making that one simple shift <clears throat> can change your whole day, moment, week, whatever it is. Cause I, I have done the other, done the other side of that. And I have said, okay, there's really no reason for me to be upset about this. I can be happy. And Bob, I'll tell you, as soon as I make the conscious choice to be happy, all of a sudden, my whole attitude changes. I gain new perspective. I gain new motivation. I gain new insight. And it's it's a 100% choice. Hey, ladies, be sure to check out my free guide on the five steps to becoming debt-free. This free download will walk you through the exact steps for paying off your debt fast so you can achieve financial independence. It's easy to wander into debt, but you have to be focused and intentional to walk out of the mess. This free guide will help you attack your debt and eliminate payments fast, giving you the freedom to live your dreams and accomplish your goals. Head over to freedommoneycoach.com slash five steps guide to get yours today. That's freedommoneycoach.com slash five steps guide and get yours today. I think sometimes we, we give our, our emotions more credit than they deserve. And we don't give our brain power and our, our mindset enough credits. So for me, sometimes that's a small win in of itself is just saying, I am going to choose to not feel this way. I'm going to choose to look at this from a positive standpoint. I'm going to choose to acknowledge the good in this and say, you know, the bad really isn't that big a deal. I can make this better. I'm I mean, I'm proud of those moments. <clears throat> but what you said there about just that the intentionality you know, if we let everything get to us, good, bad, or otherwise, we're always going to be succumb to our emotions and our situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something powerful about paying attention to the details. And I'd say mm-hmm. probably throughout our entire day, we could pick out little things that are positive, little things that we decide yes on, little things that change our attitude and we can focus on those. We can focus on the negative parts, but those positive pieces, these end up making our day a little bit better. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yep. I definitely think so. And I think it's easier to, to wallow in the negative than it is to focus on the positive. And that takes maturity. Yeah. Um, you know, which is a big thing for me to say, because you know, that's <laughs> just not where I am yet. So right. all, all kidding aside, I, I've noticed that more so recently that, you know, things, things could be a lot worse. Um, things can get, things can get better. Things can be worse. And a lot of the stuff that you see now that's, you know, journaling and gratitude, um, heck, even putting the two together, the gratitude journals, mm-hmm. um, pointing out the positive things that happened in the day, pointing out the things you're thankful for in the day and how that changes your mindset. And, you know, we've had how many conversations we haven't titled them mindset, but we've had so (laughs) many conversations that revolve around mindset. Um, so yeah, again, it's either moving forward or moving back and being intentional about 
which direction you're going because you can intentionally go the wrong way. Yes. Um, and you pretty much hit it on the head with the emotions that, you know, to be guided by your emotions is not a good place to be. And uh, you find that if you, in some days, if you're led by your emotions, you don't get out of bed and then you don't get out of bed the next day. And pretty soon you just don't get out of bed ever again. Um, not by choice. So I think one of the things is you have to act as if. Um, you can hear this from different uh, entities, different speakers that will say, if you don't feel that way, mm-hmm. it's no big deal because you have to act as if you do feel that way. Yeah. And then you will feel that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think a smile is one example is that if you don't want to smile, if you're mad as whatever, and you know, there are more muscles and trying to frown than there are in smiling, you know, smile and pretty soon you'll be happy. Does that, is that foolproof? Is it a hundred percent of the time? No, but it's the conscious effort of putting a smile on your face and how that changes your demeanor and your attitude. Um, you know, and this is pot calling kettle black, not as Austin, but just that (laughs) I'm not always the best at doing that. I will fully admit that, you know, Again, my wife can chime in that I don't do that well. Um, again, just my demeanor. But being positive takes effort, but it's well worth it. And <clears throat> and to kind of feed off of that, and, and this is a little bit of a tangent as far as the overall conversation, but I think it just highlights a point and correlation with what we're talking about. You can choose to stay mad or you can choose to um, rise above that occasion. And and it's going to sound like I'm saying what I said earlier, but I'm thinking back to, you know, if I'm in an argument with someone, I can make the conscious choice to stay mad and to not want to resolve any issue, to not want to discuss it and talk about it and to just be mad because that makes me feel good to be mad because I, that we, or we think that that um, validates our experience and our, and our personal uh, desires and what we're going through with our, our mental state and everything. But the honest reality of it is it takes more work to stay mad than it does to get happy again. It, it takes more conscious effort to not want to resolve a situation, to not want to change and and address it than it does to just take care of it and move on and, and be happy. Um, and there's, there's so many pieces. You know, you mentioned earlier if if you you know if you choose to not get out of bed then you just stay there um we are what we believe we are what we practice we are um what we do essentially and you know i'm, I'm a big fan and follower of, of the click funnels um company and what they do and russell brunson <clears throat> and at one of their events he had a guy talking about the fact that he was not a drummer, but he wanted to play drums. So he did everything to become a drummer 
by playing drums. He became that person. He, he adapted those decisions and little by little by little, he became a drum player. The same thing goes, you know, with anything in your life, you will only accomplish what you tell yourself you can accomplish what you position yourself as, what you create as your identity. And I'm speaking to myself a little bit here. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling your line. I'm going to call the, 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 the kettle black, whatever it is. Um, there it's up to you and the little choices that you make in your decisions, in your identification, in your action and reaction, those all contribute to that bigger picture. Um, so if you're not happy with where you are, change. If you're not satisfied with what, with what's going on, make a different move. Focus on what little tweaks you can implement to accomplish where you want to be. Make that conscious effort, make that, that free will choice, make the little positive change that you need to position yourself to accomplish that bigger end goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, where you say change, two things come to mind. First, we're not trees. We're not planted <laughs> somewhere that we can't get up and move. Um, we make like a tree and split, right? right? The other is that I heard was yesterday is concrete. Today is wet cement. Mm. Meaning can't do anything about yesterday, but you can get out of the mire or concrete that you're in today and, and make a make a change or move in a different direction. So I, I knew that both of those were powerful um, yeah. when I heard them and thought they were worth sharing. So let, let's, um, let's cover a couple practical things that people can do financially speaking to accomplish little wins. Uh, I'll let you share, share your kind of what comes to mind for your highlights and, and I can wrap up with a few things, but whenever you look at maybe, financial wins that you've had or that you think other people can implement? What are the little things that um, has been important to focus on? Financially speaking, look for the deal. Um, don't, fa- don't pay full price. Um, be cognizant of where you are with your money. Um, yeah, it's one thing to say don't overspend, but if you don't know where you're at with your money, you don't know how much you can or can't spend. That's that's a whole idea behind cash. Um, set a realistic budget. Um, budgets don't stay the same on a monthly basis. Things change, and it takes a while to get into a rhythm of how to spend that money once you know where it needs to go. Uh, I, I think, again, those, those small wins are being able to um, spend what you need to, but spend within your budget uh, to start those habits of longer term goals with the money you have <clears throat> sending it in the direction you want versus wondering where it went at the end of the month or at the end of the day. Um, you know, that's something I always joke with uh, cashiers. They always ask if I want my receipt. Yeah. Otherwise I don't know where my money went yep. um, and I keep a budget and it's every once in a while I'll have something that'll sneak up on me. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, where did I spend that money? Oh, yep. I didn't get the receipt. Oh, yep. I forgot about that. 
you got it. You know, a small win is making sure that you wrote down everything you spent. Exactly. Um, which is again, the reason why cash is king. So the, the small things are the habits that you start today that grow into bigger wins next week, next year, couple decades from now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Excellent points. I think what I would add is, um, be comfortable with where you are because if you cannot find contentment with your current situation, you're never going to be able to acknowledge the little things that happen. So find, find contentment, find comfort with where you are and then begin to move forward. Um, so that, that'd be one thing. Um, you know, I think it's very important that we, we don't lose sight of where you want to go. You know, we, we talk about how all the little things lead to the big thing, but make sure you don't forget what your big thing is amidst all of the little things because we can get really distracted by all the little nuances, all the little details, all the little pieces that happen each day. And we can forget where we've been and where we're going, what that end goal or the end picture is. So it's kind of, it's kind of a, you know, you got to do both. Um, you got to focus on those little moments to capture the success, but you also can't be so focused on the little moments that you forget the big picture. Um, so I think that's very important as well. Um, the third thing that I would, would add into there is just be aware. By being aware, not only do you process the little moments, but you also can reflect upon what you decided and what you didn't. You can absorb um, the, the end result of that. And then actually you can also share that with someone, you know, share it with your spouse, celebrate, be cognizant of that, take credit for that. Um, by, by being aware, it positions you to acknowledge and to relate to those little wins. So those would be the three things that I would add in there. I think folks can, can definitely take that home and start implementing um, successfully in, in, in any area, I believe. Yeah. I, I, I want to piggyback one thing, tying a couple things together. When you talk about be content where you are, I think a better thought would be find contentment in the little things. If you aren't content with where you are, determine why it is you're not content. Is it something you can change in your environment or do you need to change your environment? Um, because I think we kind of send a conflicting message if we can tell people they can change, but at the same time, tell them to be content where they are. Um, those have different applications for different people. And, and so finding contentment in the small things uh, adds up to things where if you're not content with the situation, you get by with the little things. If right. you're not content in your situation and you can't find little things to be content with, you need to change your situation. Um, and that's only up to you uh, making that change, but you got to know which direction you're going. And the small win is first knowing where you need to go. And the next small win is taking the steps in that direction. Absolutely. Very well said, Bob. 
thanks for your insight. Thanks for being a part of my show and sharing your wisdom. Usually your quotes are better than mine, so I'm glad to have you in the conversation. And uh, hopefully folks continue That's to what 10 years get great you. insights. Yes, exactly. You, you, you are, what, what's the saying? Um, uh, actually, I, I'd be mean to, to say that, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, brother, glad to have you on here. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll see you all again next week. Well, folks, what a great way to wrap up the month of June with this episode as we look at the little wins that we have, the details in life to focus on, how all the little things lead to the big things. I hope that you were encouraged and inspired to focus on those small wins, those small achievements so that you can accomplish the big end goal. Um, if you resonate with this conversation, if you appreciate the content that we brought to you, jump over to our Facebook page at Freedom Money Coach and leave us a note. Let us know what you liked about the podcast, what you enjoyed about it, or you can even jump into our Facebook group. If you go to freedommoneycoach.com slash community, that will get you into our Facebook group. You can join the group there and we have a lot of conversation on the podcast. So we'd love to have your feedback and your input on the content that we share in the conversation, what you learned most about it. Um, as always, be sure and subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so we know what you're enjoying and what we can bring you more of. We appreciate you being a part of this conversation. Appreciate you sharing the story and learning about financial literacy. So as always, share the podcast with your friends and family. Help us spread the word around the heart of money. We'll see you all again next week.